Uh, so today uh, we have Emmanuel, uh, who's a friend of mine, uh, with us. Uh, very kindly spared his time to come and talk about uh, mental health. Uh, I think mental health is one of the topics which, um, at least personally, uh, it's a bit difficult for me to comprehend. Mm. Uh, I, I was sharing with you like the way I process um, like my mental well-being and the way I process stress may be very different from other people. So I thought it's nice to have you on board uh, just to share with us uh, what it all means because I think everywhere today you're hearing about mental health and we have no idea exactly what is mental health yep. it's used uh, quite broadly nowadays so uh, I thought it'd be nice to have you on board to, to just share this topic and talk about it with us so maybe uh, before we start just give us a brief introduction I, I know you, you were in the social service for about six years so maybe you could just start with that yep. um, thanks for having me uh, so I, I think initially when I first started out, I was uh, I was actually a counsellor. I was a facilitator, then became a counsellor within the social service uh, for about six years. So predominantly, my my area of focus was um, was on life skills and in particular uh, social and emotional skills. Hmm. So like let's say anger management, stress management, um, uh, building social skills. And it was basically for, for different, for a wide range of age groups from, from children, from let's say seven years old all the way up to even, I worked with parents, teachers, um, yeah, and even adults. So, mm. uh, and, and a lot of times people may have this, they have this thinking that, oh, uh, you know, IQ you can, you can, <laughs> you can kind of build upon, but EQ on the other hand, or, or more commonly known as emotional intelligence, um, it's a have or don't have kind of thing. Either you are like mm. born with it or you are not born with it. So contrary to popular belief, you can actually build emotional intelligence. Mm. Um, and it's it's basically like trying to create opportunities for individuals to find themselves in to actually practice those skills. So if I were to ask you, right, like in your younger days, how do you make friends? Mm. You won't be able to probably remember, like probably yep. your parents might tell you, oh, you know, you go, you say hi, hello, but, uh, but some some kids don't even know the the first step to okay. even to even like saying hi uh, or even hello, you know, it's like awkward. And these particular children eventually they grow up to be adults, mm. and if they say they don't even know how to even make friends, mm. essentially it affects social skills, mm. right? So emotional intelligence or EQ. Mm can be built okay yeah and yeah so that's essentially what I was doing uh, okay, for, okay. For, for six years yeah. that's quite interesting eh, because a lot of times we it's like life experiences we, we don't we don't realise that you're actually picking up things even just by a simple thing like maybe you you go to school yeah um, versus I say being homeschooled just mm. the interaction with people outside you're actually learning things on the fly already. yeah I think like when you ask me that question like how do you learn how to make a friend I don't remember yeah. being taught how to correct to 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 um make friends, but but that's an interesting subject that I think maybe uh, later I can ask you more more yeah. about it yep. because I thought that's quite interesting. Like today, right when I, all the interaction is on our phones, yeah. What 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 then happens? Like the, the way of making friends have changed. Mm. It, it's not there's no right or wrong, but it, it it's just different today. So uh, how is that different? Uh? But so let's say on mental health, like mm. what would um how would you uh. I won't say define mental health, but what would mental health mean uh, for you? Because, like personally, I 
I don't really have an idea mm. what mental health is. Okay. Like, if you tell me about physical health, right, I, yeah. I know it's quantifiable. Like, we can measure physical health. Like, yep. whether you're fine, it's, it's quite obvious mm. whether your body is in good shape. But when it comes to mental health, what are we looking at? Okay. Uh... Uh, you know, like earlier you mentioned like how, how mental health the, the, the terminology is being used you can hear it hashtag mental health you know everything it's it's everywhere right every, every single thing you can probably say that it's related to to, to mental health so I would I would say that 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 it encompasses a lot of things that is why um, like everything that you do right whatever whatever feelings that you may feel whatever emotions that you may feel uh, even whatever actions that you know like in terms of your behavior mm. uh, in terms of um, your thoughts you know everything and basically how exactly you cope in your day-to-day life right mm. is basically um, is basically what encompasses uh, what basically uh, mental health encompasses okay. right? how exactly you cope with your own life okay right and anything that that you pro- probably do think or feel okay has something to do with mental health. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's... I, I, I'm not sure whether I'm giving you like a, 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 a direct thing, but it's... I cannot... I cannot tell you what exactly you need to do yeah. or what exactly mental health is exactly. Okay. I cannot pinpoint, but it's just... Yeah, how exactly you cope with your life. Is it... Yeah. Is it... Is it a feeling? Like, is it something that you... Like, how do we... Um, like, how do we observe this? Like, mental health, like... How do we know when uh, it's maybe I'm not doing fine or? Mm. Uh, so I, I would say that 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 aspect of of trying to figure out what what exactly are you doing, whether you're doing doing right or wrong, mm. um, I would say it's it's always a case of uh, awareness. So you that there, there is a level of self awareness that is needed, mm. right? And sometimes we may we may loosely. You know, say that oh, certain people don't have don't have self awareness. They don't they don't know what exactly they are doing, and uh, if you were to just pause a while, anyone right? If, if you were to just pause a while and to just focus on yourself, whatever that you are feeling, mm. um, even your thought process, what exactly you are thinking, or even just looking back at how exactly you behave in a particular uh, incident. Mm. That, as, that itself is already awareness. If let's say you were to react angrily at a friend, for example, and then you go back and then you're like thinking, wow, should I have reacted that way? Yep. That, that in itself is already awareness, right? Because okay. you are reflecting, you are trying to think what exactly, you are trying to analyse what exactly did I did, do wrong? What could I have done better? Mm. Why did I react that way? Okay. I would like to make the assumption that most of us go through that thought process. La. Okay. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay, can. Hmm. So so let's say right. Um, yeah. How do we know when something is not right? Okay. Or how do we know when, let's say, it's about time to take a break? Hmm. Um. So I I would say a a more a more um simpler form right would I think that most of us have probably experienced is stress. Okay. Right? And then if you were to look at like say how exactly would you know you are stressed? For example, if let's say your fist you start clenching up your fist, mm. you may not know know it because you are in that situation, but if let's say your your physiological response is 
you start clenching up, you start frowning, you, mm. you notice that your muscles are tensing up, mm. maybe you start perspiring, mm. uh, frowning, okay. you know, um, mm. or you even feel a bit, your, your body is heating up slightly, mm. you know, things like that. And then you feel like, okay, like something is not right. Mm. And this is like your body's way of telling you that something is not right. Okay. Right? And I think when, when, then when you, so it's always a case of, can you pause or not? When you are in that tense situation, are you able to take a back seat? Okay. A lot of times, we are not able to because we are right smack in the middle of the incident. Mm. Things are happening fast. Yeah. You know? Um, and to just say, oh, I need... I Okay, give me five minutes. I need to go and calm myself down. It doesn't make sense. Mm. Right? If let's say you're in a heated argument and you say, okay, I need five minutes to go and calm myself <laughs> down. A person probably think, hey, this guy crazy or what, right? <laughs> so it's, it's a case of how can you remain calm in a situation and notice that, okay, I may not be thinking rationally now. How okay. can I calm myself? Mm. So it's um, thinking about what exactly, what are the thoughts running through your mind? Yeah. You know, um, noting your physical, physiological responses. Okay. And, and things like that. I, I would say it's pretty much trying to gain awareness. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's not easy, right, to be able to actually observe, like, your reaction or what you're, how you're reacting to a certain situation. Like, if you're angry, you're probably angry. Who, who's going to rest at it? Yeah, like you said, you're going to clench your, right. your, your, your face. Um, so, you mentioned about stress. Yep. Um, is stress one of the, I don't know, one of the components or, like, broadly, let's say mm. mental health, right? Yep. Is stress one of those things that really tend to affect us quite a bit? Like, is there good stress or bad stress or how how, how does that work? Okay. So, I would say stress is a common thing that we all have probably experienced at least once, right? And that would definitely... How we cope with stress is... And because stress is part of our lives, mm. right? And every time there is changes your body will always experience some form of stress because there is a bit of resistance, right? Because you have not tried this thing before or something out of the norm just happened, so you are unsure. Okay. But... Sorry, before yeah. you continue, uh, yeah. you, you are on um, stress and how uh, changes, right? So, yeah. what do you mean by um, changes? Changes? Like, like you said, yeah. um, when there are changes... Oh, uh, 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 okay. There are changes. So, yeah. maybe you could help us with um, like what, what, what are changes okay. and how does it Okay. Yeah. So in terms of changes, it could be it could range from let's say um, you if someone were to lose a job, okay. For example, like those are major ones, right? Major, major key uh, stresses, right? Let's say you lose your job, uh, you get retrenched, or maybe if, let's say your parents go through a messy divorce, or you are going through a messy divorce, mm. or if let's say uh, you are having relationship problems, okay, um, or even friendship issues. Um, you're having maybe um, issues with academics, studies, okay. right? Um, meeting expectations at home, things like that. Or even if, let's say, you have issues meeting your own expectations that you have set for yourself. Mm. That is a stress that you put upon yourself. Okay. Okay. Or even minor, minor stresses like, if, let's say, you are late for, for work. Okay. Because you missed a train. And then you're like, oh crap, I need to be, okay. you know, I, I'm late, what am I going to do? And some people may over, overthink it and say, wow, like, it could be like doomsday for them, right? Like, wow, mm. crap, like, I missed my train, I'm going to be late for work. And they might end up start thinking about the worst case scenario. 
my boss will be pissed with me. You know, would this affect my my end of year bonus? <laughs> you know, things like that. Okay. okay. So it's and and that's sometimes stresses are stuff that we probably place upon ourselves. Okay. Or it could be real world situations that could just be minor, but we may end up blowing it out of proportion. But sometimes. It, you could be right, like you know, like some it could affect you. Correct. Yeah. So okay. Um. It's yeah. So that how do we cope with that? Yeah. Right. So yeah. So in terms of changes, in terms of of stresses, um, so many things out there. Like, okay. Yeah. So anything that has a shift in the environment. Correct. Like, anything that is out of of what you would expect. Correct can um affect you either positively or negatively and yes um okay so so okay so so let's go back to then um good stress bad stress yeah so um what is good stress and and bad stress like okay so at least this word the the terminology stress right we throw it around everything we say oh i feel stressed it sounds negative right correct (laughs) so we have we have we have placed a negative connotation to the word stress Mm. um whereas the there is good stress and good stress is known as U-stress E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S And then bad stress is usually what we would term as distress I mean a state of distress mm. Right? But we have just mm. combined both and just started using stress So, and for example, right? Like personally, I thrive with stress yeah. So I need stress And sometimes I will I will actually put myself through stress and I will procrastinate just so that the last minute when I know I am feeling stressed, right, I feel I'm more productive. Okay. So, and, and I'm sure there are a few people out there who are like that, right? Mm. And, but but the case is this, right? We all need some amount of stress to push us to be, um, to be the, to be our best selves. Uh. Okay. So, you will definitely go up You will definitely feel stress And then you You go up Let's say uh, Let's say as a graph right You go up And then it's the peak That's where like The peak The optimum num- The optimum amount of stress mm. Would Probably Help you um, Fulfill a task Okay But if prolonged period You're exposed to that Particular stressor mm. And then it goes down And the moment it goes down It's no longer good stress okay. Because And that's And then when you When you go all the way down um, that's when you start feeling uh, you're in a, basically in a state of distress okay yeah so that so if you are in prolonged state of distress mm. eventually you hear of people experiencing burnout at work yep. at home or, or whatsoever so um, so yeah so there is definitely good stress bad stress okay yeah. when you say um, going down right mm. do you mean that the stress levels are going down or do you mean that the stress you have it's like your stop yeah the amount of stress that you can handle, mm. let's say you can, out of 20, maybe yeah. 15 is your optimum. Um, but when you mean going down, does it mean that you have overshot your optimum and you're, you're increasing your stress levels a bit too high? Or, or does it mean, like what do you mean by going down? Okay. Going down would be your body's, your body's ability to cope with it. Okay. In what, right? in what sense? Like? So if let's say, uh, if let's say, um, uh, let's say you want to build muscle, you go to the gym, mm. right? Uh, you go to the gym, you you self-inflict mm. uh, um, stress on your muscles mm. just to make sure the muscles grow, become stronger. If let's say you only can lift 20 kilos now, but you go to the gym today, right? And then you you try and lift 100 kilos. Like mm. you try and like deadlift 100 kilos. Yeah. I can tell you, you will definitely fail. Yeah, correct. Correct? But if let's say 
the stressor is not what something that you impose, right? It's something that it's external and it's just sudden life stress, mm. right? The way he's like, you come to work, everything is okay, and then your boss tells you you are retrenched. Mm. Boom. It's yeah. like 100 kilo on you, yeah. and then they ask you, okay, now you deadlift this tree, that 100 kilo, like, can you? You won't be able to. La. So, mm. you'll probably know that and, and how we become, uh, I would say how we end up being um, able to cope with stress is because over years and years of our life, right, mm. we end up coping. So, it's like going to the gym, you will probably do 20 kilos first, then maybe 25 kilos, mm. 30 kilos. So, you would somehow or rather at the, the place where you are now where both of us are right yeah. you would probably if you were to think right right now you probably can handle more stress mm. than probably like 10 years back okay. right if you were to if you were to experience the similar incident now you would I, I can I would I think it would be safe to say that you'll be able to handle it a lot better mm. because there has been a lot of stresses that has probably built up your resistance okay. and your ability to cope with it so it's like a muscle lah, okay. you know? Yeah. So you can you can sort of train yourself to handle more stress over time. Is that so <laughs> Yes. I would say it's yeah, I would say it's not about train yourself to to deal with stress, but it's about coping, right? Yeah. So it's like how do you then cope with stress? If you know you cannot deal with it, what then can you do mm. to help yourself through this entire process? Mm. You know, it's like Okay, if let's say so, like I would just use the the same example of the powerlifter. Let's say mm-hmm. yeah. trying to deadlift in the gym, right? If you know hundred kilo cannot, then if let's say you can always get a spotter to help you, mm. you know, get two guys to probably stand on each end and then they probably help support you, and they could be like your trusted, trusted friends, <laughs> right? Things like that, or um, yeah, so so things like that where you can mm. how exactly can you cope with that situation? Okay, would probably be something that um, you need to train yeah. you know if you never really thought of having a spotter yep. in the gym and you never train with it it would be awkward for you to go ask someone else hey can you help me yep. you know things like that so I would say even in our real life situation if you were to go through a stressful situation mm. um, and if let's say we already built up the coping skill of just reaching out to a friend say hey I'm going through a tough time you know mm. would you be I just want to like you know just leave yeah. copy you know yeah. just go for a coffee session but if let's say we are used to just reaching out right because we know that you know someone else offering a listening ear to us mm. helps us to um, half our burden okay. you know just reduce the burden and then yeah so it's a lot better let's say if you go through a a major life mm. incident that can be super stressful uh, oh sorry super distressful yep. then it will be much easier for you to actually reach out to someone or use one of your coping mechanisms that you probably used mm. at a less distressful situation okay yeah is there a difference in the way we process and deal with stress from, from person to person definitely so I like what are some of these examples like do we all have our own way of dealing with it and like is there a right way to deal with it or is there there is definitely no right way there's no definitely there's no right way of um, of dealing with it like like I said right earlier like how I like for me I thrive Mm. I thrive on stress like I will tell that to others right people think I'm crazy right Right. like huh like why would you self-inflict stress upon yourself to just do it you had Let's say you had two months to finish a project. Why would you 
Yeah. Wait for the last week and then like sun. And but I find that that's not healthy, definitely, yeah. right? But that's that's going through and then analyzing the situations, you know, uh, going backwards and then thinking like, why did I put myself through that? Mm. Because when I put myself through that, the entire one week I just crammed up a two months project I could have done. Mm. Lack of sleep, you know, your eating habits start changing. <laughs> yeah. You know your sleep cycle, and you may think that you are being productive, but you may not be at a hundred percent. You may not be um, operating at a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How how do we tell when we are starting to be like stress is becoming a bit negative? Okay. So I would say some symptoms, right, would be that you can probably or signs that you can probably um, take note of is mm. um, one of them, like let's say your sleep sp- uh, sleep cycle starts changing. Okay. You know, you start thinking that okay, maybe uh, you you're not having good quality sleep, right? Okay. Um, and nowadays, if you tell me you how how then how can I be aware of sleep cycle? Then I say okay, most of you guys are you know like wearing a smart watch, right? <laughs> that literally measures your your sleep cycle whether you have your REM sleep or not, you know, your deep sleep. So, if you tell me, how then can I measure it? Then check ah. You know, technology has helped us use technology for good lah. In, okay. And how exactly can you be more aware of your body? I think you can use that technology to help you in that. Okay. Right? And then you can you can probably, um, yeah, have a look at the, the data. So, sleep cycles, if you find that you keep trying to run away from your problems right mm. or if let's say uh, when a bad incident happens or a stressful incident have happened you straight away maybe you you go out you start binge eating you start snacking mm. or even drinking alcohol you know and a lot of times it may not just may not be in the company of friends it just be you alone just you just want to drink mm. you know um yeah so I, I would say things like that you know your sleep cycle food um, if you notice that You know um, You're having a lot of Negative thoughts yeah. You know You feel like Things aren't going well It's just like One after another Of of bad news Upon bad news yeah. Things are not getting So you feel like As if you, Are you caught in a spiral Right You know um, Yeah so I would say Some some of these things Are, are some signs yeah. la. What are the some things That happen yeah. um, When you You become I would say overly stressed mm. So um, Let's say over a prolonged period Right um, Let's say You know Your sleep cycles are They're a bit off Let's yep. say you, You're still not aware of it But mm. you're starting to sleep less You're starting to eat a bit more mm. Things are changing mm. But you're not aware So what, what happens to, to someone when um, Over a prolonged period Of, of negative um, Like but, sorry, do you call it de-stresses? Yeah, de-stress. Uh, yeah. De-stress. A uh, long yeah. period of de-stress. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would happen? What uh? would happen? Um, you know, it's very subjective, right? Okay. It, it, it's really su- super subjective to the point where even the signs that I mentioned, right? It may not happen to you. Maybe you may be someone who stops eating instead of binge eating. Okay. Um, I've, I've known of, of friends who um, have totally went work has made them unable to sleep and they have gone weeks without sleeping and you would think like weeks huh? without sleeping yeah you think like how is that even possible right and that's just how stressful the, the situation is to them and to the point where they need to be prescribed sleeping pills to actually force them to sleep hmm. so and it's so to, to each his own I, I really cannot 
um, tell you how exactly your body will react. Okay. You are the best person. If someone tells you that I think this is how your body will react, I can tell you they will be wrong. They, will be they wrong. are wrong. Yeah. Okay. Because only you only know how exactly your body operates on a day-to-day mm. um, basis. And if anything differs or deviates from that particular cause, right? Mm. If you are... If you stop and you try and think about it, you'll be able to catch it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's quite interesting, right? So let's say from personal experience, if let's for myself, um, my, my runs are kind of like a gauge mm. um, for... I would say whether my body is under too much stress or not. Mm. Like at times, your your physical being more or less has a has a standard. Like it doesn't just drop overnight. But certain weeks when you go for for a run, you just feel so off. Like the first the first click or the second kilometers in, you you just you just can't go on. Yep. And when you look at your heart rate, you're still warming up. Yeah. You know your body is perfectly fine at handling this, but you yeah. just cannot even take your run anymore. Like you don't want to run, you just want to walk okay. instead. So um, one of those things, like for myself, I feel that it's one of those things that uh, I've realized over time mm. that when you are, like, as for myself at least, when as I'm going through a tough period, right? Yep. This, this, some of these things are like what I observe mm. to be. Uh, so anyway, let's say for for stressors, right? Are there triggers? Like what? Are there what can trigger you? Correct, what, what can trigger you? And okay. are we predisposed to like some of us? Maybe that we're more predisposed to let's say work stress hits us much harder than maybe stress at home mm. or stress with friends. Mm. Uh, like um, yeah. So how does that? Okay, so I, I would say for triggers, right? Um, it also varies. So I'm I'm not helping my the, the cause here, lah. Right yeah. by saying that it's it's really very broad, and that's right. and and that's the. And that's like it's both a blessing and a curse kind of thing, right? Like in terms of when you are when you are discussing mental health, right? Mm. It's like how then are you able to convince someone that this is what exactly needs to happen? Mm. And if it's like I give you a manual, right? And you look through the book, and then it's like SOP. Oh, if you go through this, this, this means something is not right. And I cannot give you that because your body operates very differently, your mind operates very differently mm. from every other individual. So, um, coming back to your point of um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, triggers, triggers, yes. Okay. Triggers. So for for triggers, right? It's it's very subjective. Um, uh, to each individual, because anything can actually trigger some someone, right? Mm. Right. For if, like, say, for example, uh, my growing up years, I've always heard of, I've never heard compliments. Mm. I've always heard. Um, insults or backhanded compliments. Um, it's like, oh, yeah, you never, you never amount to anything, mm. you know. And if let's say this is something that you probably heard throughout your entire life while growing up, mm. um, that could, if someone were to insult you or or, or pass off a not so nice remark, mm. you may you may get triggered to think, wow, you know, why why is, okay. you know, it could just bring you back. To, to times as a, as a kid where you tried giving your best but mm. then your best was not enough okay. you know or even if let's say um, what, what else are like um, remarks yeah I, I would mm. say yeah that, that's one example la. okay um, yeah so, so does it mean that um, certain 
triggers are more personal. It can be more personal to 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 certain people. Like let's say if you had bad experiences mm. um, in the past, yep. and if something were to happen um, today, yep. um, the exact same thing would happen to different people. Yep. The person who had a history with 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 that particular trigger yep. takes it more personally and. Is, is that something about us like processing things a bit more personal we take things yes I would say yes and no because if let's say the person who has been who has probably gone through this particular situation many times right mm. they may have they may have worked it out with themselves okay right they have very probably um, created a coping mechanism mm. to help them through if in the event they were to experience a similar situation in okay. the future um, versus so someone who has actively done something about it mm. so as to not find themselves in that same situation okay. and okay. going through experiencing the same thing again um, that person has done done well for himself or herself okay right um, versus would you be more predisposed yes definitely yeah so if let's say if, uh, if you were uh, I'm not sure how to use the example of let's say abuse lah. Okay. It's it's a it's a big it's a it's a big it's like a major <laughs> like major, major incident. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, if let's say uh, let's say you, you were abused or whatsoever, right? Yeah. Um, verbally abused or things like that. So could that have an effect on how exactly you react to people who are verbally verbally abusive? Okay. Uh, definitely. Um, would you just tighten up and just like mm. oh, yeah, I'm always just going to get this and just you know just try and tahan yeah. you know or this is just me and then you start self-blaming and things okay. like that so um, subjective okay. Uh, yeah okay you, you mentioned coping right so mm. is there a difference between um, coping mechanisms yep. and then dealing with the problem so, um, mm. so I, mean, I may be using the terms in a yeah. very loose way, okay? So, when I mean dealing with problems, I mean that, okay, you know that certain thing, something, that there's a problem at hand, yep. uh, you have to solve it. Mm. Um, then, I would think, I, I call it, once you solve it, means you manage to deal with the problem. Mm. Um, and then, the other one is coping with it. You know there's a problem at hand, mm. um, but you don't immediately solve the issue. Mm. You find ways to cope with the problem and don't resolve it so okay. it's left open over a period of time okay um, are these two things they sound quite different yep. are they different like uh, is it okay to cope over a very long period of time okay. unresolved or other things uh, I, I, w- I would say I would say okay uh, for, for certain problems yeah. um, you can probably solve it Okay. You know, it's you can probably it's a short term thing, right? You can probably deal with it now, yeah. and and it, it, I think that happens with all problems, right? You will probably have a short term solution and a long term okay. solution. Okay. If let's say, um, for example, what would be a good example? Um, if let's say you have issues making friends, mm. for example, right? Or your social skills social skills is not really there. Mm. Um, Short term solution would be, you know, you can just um, reach out to people at work, say hi, hello, join them for lunch, mm. sit there, and then you just try and find what are some of the common topics that probably your your colleagues 
okay. are into, you probably read up. So that's like a short-term solution. So that's, uh, you have technically solved it, okay. right? By being able to to have a conversation. Okay. But a long-term solution we will be, you may not be in this job right. <laughs> for a very long time, right? And then these very people that you may get to know, yep. um, or even let's say your new colleagues, may not be interested in the topics that you have probably read up and now you you have found a common mm. topic with your current colleagues. So then, how then? So I think it's, there is a short-term solution and, and the long-term, for if let's say you want to do, find a long-term solution, I wouldn't really call it a solution per se because there's a lot of deep work that, that needs to okay. happen. You really need to know like why exactly are you uh, scared to... Um, reach out and make friends mm, okay. was it a case of you trusted someone before and the person misused your trust right you know trust was broken so you are so fearful that if let's say you are vulnerable with someone yeah. the person may may break your trust again okay uh, or it could be you know um, a case of you're just not sure whether they will like you for who you are. Okay. You may feel that, hey, if people have called me quirky, eccentric, and then, um, would they accept me for who I am? Now? Okay. You know, or even, or even a case of, um, not having the necessary skills. I really, like, for the life of me, I really don't know how to make friends. Okay. Right? Some people just want to be told, like, Step by step, right? You say you smile at someone. Yeah. You say hi, hello. Yeah. Have uh, how's you know uh, how's your day? Yeah, correct. You know things like that, and then it slowly helps them to open up. Like some of them need a a particular step by step to help them okay. open up. So, um, if you really want to, so in terms of coping mechanism, right? How exactly you cope? Um, it's always like short term coping, right? Like how exactly can you cope for now in this situation right. versus? Um, even if let's say high chance you may experience a situation again in the future mm. right and are you better equipped mm. um, maybe maybe not right but are you constantly making it a point to actually um, try to learn the skill or the okay. coping mechanism to actually help you with it yeah, that that okay. up to you, yeah. Are there times when like coping mechanisms become not a good thing? Like you yeah. Yeah, definitely. So like um what was the word that you used earlier? Coping mechanism or versus uh dealing with uh, like solve, trying to solve, solve. the issue at hand. Okay. Like you, uh, you mentioned about um have, like normally if you want to solve something, it can be very deep unresolved yep. issues. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so can coping be uh, so, so negative or positive when when is it like, yep. like, in the short term yes definitely positive like, we all have to learn how to yep. cope but what happens when you extend this period of like you become so good at coping with things that you, you are constantly mm. like ignoring the underlying issues like is there such a thing yes so there is definitely negative way of coping with a situation and a positive way of coping with a situation okay. so negative way would just be if let's say you just don't want to deal with it lah you know, you just say ignore, right? It's a, it's a word you use, just use, right? You just ignore it, like, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm going through a shitty period and just, okay, just ignore, okay. you know? Um, in the hope that you will disappear, right? <laughs> okay. Right? And then, fingers crossed, it disappears. But then, will it come back again? Yes, because technically it's not resolved, right? Mm. And 
And will there be a higher probability of it happening again in your own life? Okay. High chance lah. Okay. Versus if let's say you have to deal with it, you kind of know what exactly to do. So like negative negative coping mechanisms will be um, like one of the, the things I mentioned earlier was like, you know, um, uh, using alcohol. Let's say you yeah. just felt like drinking is able to just, you know, help mm. you with it. Um, some people might say, okay, maybe even taking drugs, whether it's prescriptive, uh, prescription drugs whatsoever, um, or just trying to run away from the problem, right? Like, if let's say you got an issue, then you just like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Mm. Um, no, that's it. You know, you just, yeah. you just silent, you just be silent and then you're like, I don't want. Right. In the hope that it will disappear. Um, and we always hear this right hey stop running away from your problems ah. you know yeah. you gotta deal with it you gotta deal with it but sometimes at that point of time yeah. you really cannot you really cannot help yourself let's say the person really is is so overwhelmed mm. that the only way for them is to run away from the problem not physically run but yeah detach themselves from the problem yeah. and then try and think but hopefully during that that time where they are away from the problem, they actually think of ways of how exactly to solve. Okay. If you constantly just put it you try to just like put it off right and then don't want to do it, it will come back and bite you lah. Okay. That, that that's that's okay. usually what happens, lah, yeah. Okay. Are there are there ways um strategies or ways where we can help ourselves? Mm. Um, face such um, problems in our lives like instead of how can we speed up the, the process of have coming to a solution instead mm. of uh, delaying the problem or running away from it to like we all need a break we all need mm. to detach from it um, but are there ways that we can encourage ourselves to come back and um, how, how do we encourage ourselves to deal with it like maybe a I don't know, like break things down step by mm. step, or mm. like break this down into smaller components. Um, how, how is that? Are there any ways that we can make make it um, simpler to deal? Okay. With? Not say simpler, like not trying to make the problem simpler, but like uh, solve it in pieces. Okay. Like, is there are there strategies? There are, but I I would like to just reframe your question, right? Okay. Reframe your question uh, with with words that I feel that that one can can be more kinder to oneself mm. right if let's say <laughs> if there is a if, <laughs> uh, if there's a problem yeah. um, that you are probably experiencing in your life maybe it doesn't really need to be solved you don't need to find a solution now okay right um, and it's it's hard to also resist because uh, we are living in a fast paced society now where we we expect quick fixes mm. like if I tell you a problem I want it solved yeah. you know if you're at work it's also the same thing right if there's a problem I need it solved quickly mm. so we may inherently try and bring it into our own personal lives mm. and feel that every problem that we, we face needs to be solved immediately if it's not solved immediately means we are not good enough mm. we are not doing something right or um, yeah something is something is not being done right mm. right but if let's say we are more kinder to ourselves, we we then um, we reframe that particular thought or the reframe the problem and say that this problem maybe needs more time. Okay. Right, and it doesn't need to be 
solved now mm. or even one week from now. It doesn't have to have a deadline. Yeah. Um, so it's are you able to work through this problem? Give it the the uh, sufficient time, mm. and you you probably will start. You know. Can, you can even try out things like let's say for example as you are going through this process right so um, I would say trust the process la, as okay. cliche as it may sound as it may sound yeah. it, trust the process of when you're doing I think when you're doing personal work deep work right always trust the process like if um, some ways of, of actually helping you through these um, issues would be let's say like meditation yeah. you know but if let's say you really cannot sit still, <laughs> then don't try meditation, <laughs> la, right? Yeah, correct. Because that is really not, if you feel that it's really not for you, then, then yep. yeah. Um, the, the easiest way will be try and figure out what exactly are some of the activities or some of the things that you enjoy doing. Okay. Um, when you were less busy, mm. you know, when you were passionate about something, if let's say you love the drawing, let's say, but five years back, Ever since you started work, you never really mm. uh, drew anymore. Okay. So it's a case of can I go back and draw? Like always set aside maybe fifteen minutes mm. uh, a day or a week. You could probably start off like a week and then you mm. try and draw. And during that time, you know, you have no distractions. Yeah. Or even if let's say you enjoy nature, uh, it could be walks in the park. Mm. You know. Um, yeah, without anything, you know, you don't even need to plug yourself up to any music whatsoever. You can probably try to be more aware of your surroundings, hear the bird chirping, you know, the the, the leaves rustling in the in the wind, things like that. And then, it, it, it's coming back to our point of being aware, right? Are you aware of your surroundings? Correct. Like, if you're constantly, if you want to be aware, then we've got to consciously put ourselves there in that position, mm. um, create the opportunity, and also... Um, be deliberate about it lah. Okay. Yeah, so like, you know, walks in the park, let's say you love reading, maybe reading helps you to to, to zone out, sure. you know, um, runs, yeah. right? You know, sometimes you just feel you need to go for a run, exercising may work for some people, yoga, mm. um, yeah, drawing, or even just playing a sport, uh, you know, let's say yeah. you, you, you enjoy playing basketball, soccer, um, play and then, yeah, so may work. Find the things you love and start going back to it one by one. Spend yeah, or give yeah, some you time. Can, yeah. Give some time. Exactly. Like okay. if you feel like you are really you cannot, right? Yeah. Like you're so busy, you have so many things. If I say you got a family, whatsoever, you have so many things that you have to do. Um you can start off with ten minutes yeah. a week. If that one itself is really hard then you you start prioritizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay. Yeah. So so is is it is it a nice way to put it where if you really cannot even find ten minutes, then maybe mm. you should really ask yourself this question like, okay, if I take ten minutes out now, mm. what's the worst? What's the absolute worst that can happen if I just took ten minutes off right now to to do something that I love? Like if, if the worst is not like the, the end of the world, yep. then maybe you should take that ten minutes off. Mm. Is that a fair way to, <laughs> <laughs> to look at uh, it? <sighs> I would say that's like worst case scenario, worst right? Case yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think you have to like that lah. Okay, no, he's no, he's quite okay. But I would I would say it's a case of um trying to trying to think of if something if let's say anything that you value in your own life, right? Right. You would definitely find the time uh, mm. to definitely um include it in your schedule. Okay. 
if you let's say if you really um, enjoy family time, for example, family yeah. dinner, yeah. Um, I can tell you, you would arrange for maybe at least once a week family dinner because you okay. want you want to see the family together. Sure. So what's so wrong about scheduling? Personal time Yeah When if you are not At your 100% mm. Then All other Facets of your life Will definitely be affected Okay Right uh, If you're not 100% If you're not Mentally there You may be physically present yeah. At the dinner table Let's say your dinner time But you're mentally just Drained and Physically present Mentally, mentally Not present mentally Right present, So yeah. yeah So it's um, yeah, So if you want yourself to, So if you really value yourself I would say that Doing some work and personal development mm. um, is crucial, lah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think throughout the the, the whole conversation, right, uh, a few things keep coming up, uh, which mm. is awareness. Mm. Uh, is there what has how, how does awareness fit into this whole picture of um, men- mental health and, and and dealing with stresses? Um, is, is is this is this a um, a subject that has to be explored like awareness is there something else like what 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 is awareness yeah uh awareness uh. <laughs> so it how, how do we develop the skill to to become more more aware like how okay. do we train ourselves to 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 yeah to be more aware to more be aware like, like how do we like start uh, observing for example mm. like um uh, i think one good example is uh prior to let's say um the uh the vipassana meditation i went yep observation of um, observation of whatever that is happening around you mm. was a concept that I could not understand mm. until I went for the class mm. so very simple things um, like perhaps maybe you feel pain uh, on your leg yep. uh, most of us would process it as oh there's pain on my leg but in mm. fact it's not pain on your leg it's more of this there's a sensation on your leg. Mm. Whether or not you decide it's pain mm. is different. But the minute you say it's pain, you're not truly observing what is mm. happening there. So yeah. is that like that's what I mean by like observation? Like okay. so, uh, is there you mentioned to me that there were three A's to yep. tackle what, what awareness okay. is probably like yeah. what, what what are those? So I think throughout this entire conversation, we have sort of just gone through the entire uh, like to 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 summarize right. Correct. Um, the three A's in terms of, of stress manage stress management stress of sorts. Management. Yeah. Okay. So you will start off with let's say with awareness. Yeah. And then with uh an- analyzing. Mm. So you analyze and then you the third A is apply. Okay. So yeah, so your awareness, if let's say so coming to your question of how exactly can you gain more awareness, right? Mm. Um for me personally it's um it's a I used okay. I'm I'm su- I used to be super. Um, I needed things fast. Mm. I was very short tempered, you know. And um, for me, what worked was just setting aside ten minutes every day, and just I put a timer there because you know I I feel as if okay I need to just do just ten minutes first, right? Because ten minutes itself was already very hard to just sit yep. quietly. Um, so I started with 10 minutes a day And I just put a timer there on my phone And then what I basically did was just So I, I think I'm not sure that people have heard of mindfulness mm. Right? And and similar to the experience that you had at the, the retreat Is pretty much what mindfulness teaches, right? Is not some uh, religious teaching or whatsoever It's mm. just you being mindful mm. Of 
now Mm. Your surroundings of your body of whatever sensations, mm. so you can actually go through your different senses, right? If mm. let's say um, there are there are things that you can do like like mindful eating. Mm. Like, like, what is mindful eating, right? You just put the food and you just eat, right? <laughs> but mindful eating is basically just you you let's say uh, you cut a piece of your of your of your meal and then you put it in your mouth and then you just focus on the the piece of food in your mouth and you try and figure out you know you try and Analyze the texture mm. You know It's like Oh okay That's an interesting texture mm. You know What exactly is going on mm. You know um, How exactly it tastes mm. You know I had it last week Why was it different mm. Why is it different now So it's like a Mindful eating Then you mm. got You've got um, Mindful touch mm. Like you, then you just Try and feel Like every time Let's say if you're walking uh, mm. um, You just Focus Your senses On the on the um, the ball of your feet mm. right so every time your feet touches the ground you try and see how exactly mm. it it feels mm. you know a lot of time we just walk we just walk fast you know you want to do you want to mm. get to that place from point A to point B we just walk fast or even example like mindful listening mm. if you're able to quietly just for a few seconds or even one minute if you just quietly go you'll be able to hear the sound of the air conditioner in the car mm. you know You'll be able to hear things that you never once, it never came, you were not conscious of, mm. right? You'll probably hear the birds chirping outside mm. or a car zooming past. So things like that. So um, that essentially, I would say, helps you start being more in tune with your um, with your senses, with, mm. your, with your awareness. So it, it probably brings your awareness up a notch. Okay. Yeah. So it's not so much about the act of being mindful eating. Like some people will be like, I'm just eating la. Yeah, yeah. It's more of um teaching teaching yourself to to observe mm. whatever that is happening at that point at the present. Yeah. So like even if you're walking, just to, like you mentioned, like maybe the the, the breeze mm. um on your skin or the shirt that is rustling on you, or maybe it's part of your pants is you feel like in, <laughs> the threat. There's a threat. Yeah. Tickling your ankle. Yeah. Which you would have never yeah. felt it. Correct. So um, kind of just taking a some time of a day just to observe these things that are really what's happening around right. you and which normally you will not there will not yeah okay. if and let's say you were to go a run, a run through MacRitchie right yeah. you may have probably run the same exact track yeah. probably like 20-30 times yeah. but if let's say one day you decide to walk yeah and you just I just want to take in the, the sights and sounds you'll yeah. probably notice things that you never, never notice when you run yeah yeah Okay, so that's one way of learning how to be more aware, aware yeah. of, of your surroundings. And, and that can easily transcend into sometimes maybe now you, you're feeling negative emotions and you can pick that up faster than before. Mm. Like maybe last time you took you like a whole day, but hey, yesterday actually I was being quite a bitch. Mm. <laughs> but now maybe like within the day itself, you can say, hey, actually what I did just now was, it was because I had a bad day, Correct. which is why I, maybe I dumped something on someone else instead. Yep. Without even knowing I did that. Yeah. Okay. So it will also help you to also be- better help you label your emotion, right? Mm. Better name your emotions. Like a lot of times, we may term everything as, oh, I was angry, I was angry, I was angry, sad, happy. Mm. Then it's like, huh? But if you look at it, there are so many words. <laughs> you can use frustration. You yeah. can use like frustration. You can yeah. use disappointment. Yeah. You know, flabbergasted. Like, yeah. There are so many different levels of anger. And then like sadness, you could be just like, you know, you're in a state of uh, misery, you yeah. know. Um, so things like that, where you are able to, once you are, be- you are more aware, you are able to, 
better name your emotion mm. and then you can actually um, slowly analyze mm. Right, once you're aware, okay. then you're able to name your emotion whatsoever. Then you can analyze like where exactly this emotion come. Mm. Why exactly did I feel this emotion? Like what triggered, mm. right? There must be a situation or a particular trigger that triggered me to feel this emotion. Okay. Right? And then when you analyze, then you say, okay, yeah, okay, now I know um, someone said this to me, yeah. you know, and then um, and then it triggered. Yeah. Right? And then I felt... Um, uh, probably felt disappointed mm. Right And then When you f- felt disappointed Then you're probably thinking Okay How did I react In that situation mm. And then you say Oh I s- Maybe you You stomped off You know You were like Ah You know You just um, You said something nasty And then you stomped off mm. And then you are like Okay What could I have done Mm. Um, differently If let's say It would have happened next time What could I have done differently Maybe You say okay Maybe you want to do like You tell the person Okay you know uh, Can I please Like I want to go to the toilet Can you excuse me yeah. And maybe you want to go Wash your face yeah. And then you're just like Okay I need like maybe 10 deep breaths okay. You know Or something like that And then That's your coping mechanism Really right mm. Your application So and then If let's say Um so after you analyze You apply your coping mechanism Then it's It's a case of If someone were to say This exact phrase to me mm. That That seems to be The trigger mm. For me yeah. Then You are better prepared That when someone else Were to use it next time You can yeah. tell yourself Okay if someone were to use this What can I do What did I do That, that actually helped What did I do That did not help Right And then you weigh Your pros and cons And then you can probably work something out and then feel like okay I can actually try this I've actually tried this this mm. worked you know and then uh, that's how you probably end up better coping lah. okay yeah is analysing the situation something like um, is it similar to reflection because the way you you just walked through it first right, um, it was very like you were gunning for the root cause right mm. you were first tell yourself that okay this happened what caused this mm. And then what caused this And then again what caused this mm. So I How do you reach That stage of finally Knowing that Okay maybe I'm at the I've, I peeled the, yep. the Onions like yep, I yeah, finally yeah, yeah. reached the base yep. the, the inside yep. is, there, is there a way to Learn how to Do an okay. analysis of emotions I would say the example That I gave earlier right, right. Was very simplistic okay. It was like a huge It's a it's a very concise way of just just meshing everything up and telling you like yeah. how you get from A to B, right? Yeah. But is it as simple as that? No, like it's not. Okay. Um it's always a tried and tra- uh, tried and tested method, right? Yeah. You certain certain things that you do after that particular trigger or that, that stressful situation yeah. uh, may not work. Okay. Maybe you tried um doing your deep breath, mm. but you felt that nothing changed. You mm. were still pissed off. Yeah. Right? And then you're like, what's going on? And then, um, so it's, it's. I would say, if you really want to figure out the root cause, right, it's not going to happen Okay. Um, very fast. Okay. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them, like, you know, I, I'm actually quite happy, like, you know, with, with this COVID situation nowadays, right, mm. where, where or at least the, the pandemic has actually brought about people who are more, um, open to sharing That they're actually Going for therapy mm. Right um, They are also open To showing Their vulnerability And saying that It's okay 
Yeah. Um, to okay to not to be okay. Yeah. Right. And I think that's one of the that's one of the plus points. Ah, uh. you know, Asian culture, we always feel like we always we always cannot air our dirty laundry outside. Mm. So whatever problems you go through, you must always go it, uh, go through it by yourself. Yourself, Yeah. So, and reaching out is always like, it makes you a weaker person. Mm. Because you're asking help from someone. Means you're not strong. Means you're not resilient. That is nonsense. ah. Okay. I I honestly feel that that's that's a load of bull. ah. So, if let's say, if you feel you really need help, reach out for help. I think... Mm. there are role models out there yeah. who have, I think, enough following who have um, helped to remove this stigma that, you know, you need to... Um, like, you need to solve case. Like, you can go through mm. therapy and therapy, for example, if you go to a counsellor or a psychologist or psychiatrist, they're not going to give you answers. Lah. Yeah. You say, oh, I'm going through a tough time. They'll probably help you <laughs> to, to basically just... Um, you know, list it out. How help you basically to solve your own issue? Because honestly, you have the answers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it just takes time. Okay. Should, yeah. should you then also analyze what makes you happy? Is that is there something? Definitely. But but I think right now we are we are always in this on this uh, pursuit of happiness. We all want to chase that happiness, right? Yeah. But I think when you pursuit of happiness. Versus appreciating the moment now, yeah. Um, it's it's very different. Like okay. it, you can be, you can be chasing, you can be on the pursuit of happiness, but yet being miserable, finding out why I cannot be happy, happy. why I cannot be happy. You know, but if let's say you will notice that actually, technically, I got, I I managed to have three meals today. Yeah. You know, I have a, I have a well-paying job. Yeah. You know, I've got family and friends who I who I love dearly around me, who I could reach out to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's to some people that's happiness, right? So it's, um, yeah, it's I I think one thing that the pandemic has also brought or surfaced up, right, is yeah. a lot of people have started reevaluating their lives and their priorities. Hence, the, you know, you get your, your... I think there's this terminology that is being thrown around like the great resignation. Like, yeah. you know, people are leaving their full-time job because they feel that, oh, I want to do something I'm passionate about. Yeah. Right? So, it's... Um, appreciate... And that's mindfulness, right? Yeah. So, it's... How I say, can you appreciate what exactly you have going on? Yeah. Um, and being mindfully aware? Okay. Then I think you'll be able to know that can be happy uh. okay yeah what what happens if <laughs> what happens if you're in a horrible situation everything is going on like you mentioned right yep. maybe you got a happy family maybe you got welfare yep. what happens if you got none of it and everything is going to shit yeah um <laughs> <laughs> what happens when like, everything is just going wrong and, and I and I know of such things like yeah, and, it happens right yeah that's the hardest correct and I, I'm sure we have probably felt that way at some point of time where we felt like the world is against us, right? Yeah. Um, it's... It, so it... <laughs> if re, there weren't really... I, I, it's, it's really a tough situation yeah. and at times, right, it's about telling yourself not to give up. Okay. Right? It's about um, finding out whether you have 
uh, trusted circle of friends or family that you can actually, or even if you don't have family or you don't have a, yeah, what if, uh, yeah, what is or <laughs> friends or or even if let's say you feel, um, I don't know, like you know nowadays, like like you like earlier on you were mentioning about how people make friends nowadays, right? right. Has changed, right? Um, I know of people who feel that they are better equipped at talking to someone online okay and sharing their problems because sure. there's no faces our faces are blocked sure. we are anonymous I can share with you my problems sure. and you will not be able to judge me and things sure. like that so that that might that might work yeah you know I think there are a lot of avenues if let's say um, yeah trying to see I would say there were it's very hard when you are in that situation. It's very hard because yeah. I I found myself in 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 such situations before yeah. where where it's not nice. Yeah. And it's you feel as if everything is going against you. Yeah. Um. But I think try and master up something and feel that there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel somewhere like There might okay. be friends who will be who are willing to help you or even strangers. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah, okay. or, or certain things that you just enjoy doing. Yep. Don't stop doing that. Correct. So yeah. go back to the core. <coughs> yeah. Go back to the core where you maybe I don't know how, how it may help, but maybe even just writing down the things that you love to do and finding that time to restart mm. the process of doing the things that you love again. Yeah. And so I, I feel a lot of times that the hardest is when you're falling down you're falling down into like a, a cave right yep. and you're trying to climb up mm. but every time you climb up one step you fall you fall another two mm. two steps down and over time it, it eats at you it constantly eats at you yep. so it's a very journey inwards yep. it's not easy so again I think like what you mentioned just now is very helpful right so we go back to the core mm. where okay maybe you should stop climbing trying to climb even mm. like let's just stop pause yep. like if you pause everything pauses mm. and then let's restart let's find a way to, to start redoing something like even simple things like you say like maybe just sleeping mm. just sleeping for one day yep. do nothing I don't know like yep. whatever that makes you happy let's restart it yeah um, uh, yeah I, I, I think that's one of the ways that hopefully um, you can rebuild yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a very good point that you brought up, right? It's it's a case of, um, you may think that your life everything is now perfect, but I'm not yeah. I'm not wishing bad luck upon you, right? <laughs> you know where I hope oh, one day everything you know like right. just goes to yeah. goes down the drain. But no, it's like you never know what exactly what curveballs life may throw at you. Correct. Right. So, um, the best time to actually start working on yourself will be now right yeah. so it's like you know if, if let's say you're talking about investment and finance they will tell you the the the, the best time to invest was yesterday, <laughs> yesterday yeah. correct or, or today i don't know I, yeah so if <laughs> if we can apply such logic to 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 things that are, are, are material yeah then when it comes to personal life um why then do we not uh, want to work on ourselves so if let's say um i've seen individuals who may have a lot of things not going for them, right? Mm. But because they have constantly always ensured, right, that they enjoyed doing what they did. Means 
things that they enjoy passionately, let's say walks in the park, right? They will still constantly do it even um, when life was all a bit of roses, you yeah. know? I constantly do that, constantly do that. Then when things don't go so well, right? doesn't mean I stop. I constantly do... Yeah. Okay. Because it's already... You already form a habit, right? Of just okay. doing it and you feel that that's your downtime. And eventually... And sometimes I find that these people who have probably coped or create a coping mechanism for them, uh, for themselves, are better equipped to actually deal with mm. um, the curveballs that, that, that life throw at them. Okay. And you may think that, wow, sometimes they're like a bit more, even more positive than I am. And my life is... It's going okay and mm. you are thinking like okay but they say oh then why not it's fine you know yeah like i i still do whatever things i, I still enjoy mm. but they could be going through a messy divorce their kids uh you know um having having family issues and things like that but yet somehow uh, they they kind of continue what they mm. they feel is important for themselves yeah and they do it so to better prepare i would say do it when life is life is when, good. When your life is, Build, life is good, yeah. Um, nurture the, the the habit. Correct of doing things that you love. Yeah, the foundation, the right? Foundation, yeah. Like just keep it there so that at least even when things go bad, like there's some sort of a muscle memory, like Correct. you continue practicing these things. Something to fall back on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can so yeah. now let's let's move to um, uh, we've talked a lot about how we can help ourselves, right? Mm, so how mm. can friends and family, as friends and family, like um, okay. how can we be an ally or how can we be more understanding? Yep. How can we help someone who is going through like a tough period of time? Like mm. high chance, um, like I, I've had friends who 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 are in not not a good state for a mm. long extended period of time, and one by one, people sometimes do walk away because mm. like you don't you don't know what to do, right? So as as friends, um, how can we help? Okay, so I would say um, firstly, it would be we need to. Uh, empathize okay and, and, and empathy is basically um, understanding how someone else feels right then yep. if let's say someone would ask me a question of um, how can you understand someone else feels if you never went through the same thing before mm. so you don't really need to go through the same thing you know to empathize with someone mm. right um, and that's what empathy is all about um, it's a case of if let's say you see someone who just tripped and fell yeah, um, you probably tripped and fell before, so you will know. Oh, that that must be painful, right? <laughs> Correct. And then you're like, wow, that must be painful. You know, wow. Yeah. You know, how are you? Are you okay? You know, you want to have a seat first. How are you doing? Um, or if let's say, um, if you're still young, maybe you have not experienced death mm. it, or it, amongst your amongst your circle of your family or friends, right? Mm. You may not know how, how to deal with that. But just because someone says that they have dealt with death, doesn't mean you are not able to empathize with them. You are able to think, right, what if someone close to me passes on? Um, how would I feel? Mm. And that itself is already you trying to empathize with the other person mm. about this similar situation. If it happens to me, how would I feel? I'll be, I would be devastated, right? And mm. that's exactly... Uh, and... A lot of times when, when when friends or people close to us come to us and share with us uh, issues that are going through, we always we always um, put on our problem solving hat, right? And then we want to solve the problem. Oh you should do this, you should do that. Yeah. Um 
and, and that comes back to my earlier point, right? I say like we live in a society of, of quick quick fixes. We feel that oh, what our friend wants is just a solution yeah. to the problem. Mm. But frankly, they they may not really need it. And most of the times, right? People that that share with you problems or whatever issues that they are going through mm. don't really need a solution because they somehow or rather know what exactly needs to be done. Mm. Maybe not at that point of time, but they just need someone just to listen. Mm. And a lot of times, right, it's a lot harder to listen, mm. right? We always want to chime in and we want to say, oh, whatever someone say, oh, this is what you should do. You know, this is what you can do. But uh, if I can, if I can just challenge anyone watching, right, it's just like if someone were to come to you with an issue, right, and they might be just pouring out their entire soul to you, it's just. Just be there. Just listen. Actively listen. Not you. You there. Just there. But then you thinking what to eat for dinner, right? It's like wow, Sian. Like why? Why am I? Uh, when is she going to stop? Or when is he going to stop? You know, like. But this problem is so easy. Why right? just do this, 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 this? Then done ready, right? Yeah. So it's like just actively listen, and just be there for for the person, right? And yeah, I'll avoid saying things like oh, don't worry, everything will be alright. <laughs> Like, it's like it. It just comes off right. It's like a book, right? That we have. Like, oh, what? What is this? What is this? Uh, inspirational quote that we can come up with today. You're going through issue. Here you go. Everything will be all right. Don't worry. You know, there's a silver lining. So it's like if they wanted it, they can go on Instagram. They can go and see inspirational quotes or or, or on the website or something, right? So it's it's a case of, I think it's fundamental to. Uh, to also realize, right, that human beings aren't light switches. Mm. You, I cannot expect you to go through something stressful or a stressful situation, or you may be feeling an intense emotion. Like, you know, sometimes I, I'm not sure I, whether you have noticed, uh, but sometimes you can see kids in the malls, right, who are trying, uh, who are like throwing temper tantrums, right, and then the parents will tell you, "Stop now! You stop now!" You know, you come home, you're going to get it. Yeah. You know, you better stop now. Can you stop crying? So if I ask you, right, if let's say you just went through a stressful situation and you're crying your balls out and your eyeballs out, and then someone comes and tell you, "Hey, stop crying, eh? Don't worry, you'll be okay." You'll be like, "What? Like, why would you even say?" As in, so it's like a light switch, right? You cannot expect someone. From being sad, suddenly switch the other the the switch mm. back, and then you suddenly become happy. Cannot ah, uh. mm. we are not we are not, um, we are not built that way lah. Mm. You know, it's about if you are sad, then let me be there for you. Um, and then once after that, then once you are in a much calmer state, mm. then we can talk things, and then you know it's, um. Some people say that you know it's it's good to just ask your friend whether are you looking to solve the problem or are you just looking for someone to listen so that yep. you can decide straight off the bat that okay the person just wants to son. But I, uh, for me personally, I feel it's a bit too direct because yep. the person like huh well, like, what is going on right? Yeah. So it's yeah um avoid telling people to to look on the bright side and and stuff like that. Just just be there to listen and yep. find out what exactly they need, what exactly yep. they're going through. Sometimes most of the time they don't really need any help. Okay. You know, they just want someone a listening ear to listen to. Um, yeah, I think that's the least that we can do, and it, it's always a case, right? Like if let's say you are going through something tough, mm. and you are going through, you are going to a friend, you're reaching out to a friend, for yep. example. 
just picture uh, if your friend were to say all those things right that you think that you don't want your friend to say you you try not to say that yeah. to whoever is coming to you yeah. right and at times we may forget that we may think oh, why our friend is saying that uh? but then when someone else comes to us we feel ourselves just saying the exact the same, same thing <laughs> correct so okay yeah okay so we we, we empathize um, yeah. we listen mm. and so what happens how do we reach out like if we know like if let's say you know that your close friend or a friend is not feeling well mm. or appears to be may not be feeling too well but don't yeah. want to talk about it mm. but you know they need help okay um, in those situations um, what can we do okay so I think an- another point right just uh, briefly I should be okay okay What's the question? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so we got cut off over there because the camera um, overheated. Anyway, um, we are talking about how can we, um, how can we approach friends who, let's say you know they need help, okay. uh, but maybe aren't ready to talk about it. Mm. Um, yeah, I think there are a lot of times where you know someone needs help, but then you, you really just don't know how to approach the issue. So mm. is, is there a good way to... Um, approach this yeah. yes so I think um, if you know someone really needs help I would say you can just ask them nicely you know whether do you really need help mm-hmm. are you okay if the person says no then just listen to them lah, mm-hmm. right um, but I think another point quickly a quickly mention right is this um, you may tell your friend that hey you know if you have any problem whatsoever you can always come to me right don't worry you can always trust me but that doesn't mean that your friend needs to come to you. Mm. Um, right? And then you get worked up about it because, wow, I think my friend is going through issues but my friend don't want to share with me. Okay. You know, then it's like, oh, it means my friend don't trust me. Then end up, it becomes, it's an issue that your friend is going through but you make it about yourself. Correct. Yeah. Right. And then it defeats the entire purpose and it's probably why your friend will come to you. Yeah. Correct? So it's, it, when, when you tell someone that you know you can always come to them with any issues you are li- literally just leaving the door open mm. right uh, for if and when they decide to walk through uh, yeah. if they don't then they don't okay right um, but just yeah just just leave the door open right as Bruno Mars says <laughs> but yeah um, but anyway um, a- another point is if let's say you feel if you feel that someone is um a threat to both themselves, mm. um, to others, and who you feel they may end up breaking the law or something, um, then you can always reach out to to one of the hotlines. You know, okay. I think you got your national care hotline and, and things like that, where you feel that someone might end up harming themselves mm. or others, um, and you really want to protect your friend. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's about let your friend know that you know, okay. like. Okay, I, I, are you going through issues? Your friend says no issues. You know, you probably say, um, yeah, it's probably you can encourage them to go and talk to someone they actually trust mm. if they don't want to come to you. Mm. You know, um, yeah. So uh, you can probably even give them certain hotlines, okay. certain phone numbers that you know are managed by counselors or. Or therapists who are who would be able to help them yep. and let them go and take that step themselves, lah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can. Okay. Yeah. So I think it, it's one of those things where it's, it's quite touchy, right? The, the subject, like sometimes you also do not approach it because mm. 
not every day you encounter such things. It's kind of like going back to social skills one on one, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe making a friend, we've practiced it more than enough. Mm. But when a friend is in in need of help, sometimes you don't know whether you should approach or not yep. approach. Um, so um, what you're saying is uh, let's keep the door open and don't take it personally whether or not your friend comes to you. Correct. But is it okay to check back from time to time, like voluntarily check back from time to time or should you give them the space? No, of course. Check, check. You can always check in with them. You know, just drop them a text and then sometimes it's, it's not going to take that much of your time, right? It's just like, what? Three seconds, you type a message yeah. and then you're just like, hey, how you doing? You know, want to know like, yeah, you do. if let's say you really are tight for, you know, you really got no time, maybe you cannot even meet up for coffee whatsoever. Mm. It's just a case of just, hey, like, um, you know, how are you feeling? Mm. Maybe if let's say, if you feel like, you know, sometimes when people tell you, hey, how's your day? You're not sure whether, do they really know how, they want to know how your day is yeah. or it's just small talk, yeah. right? And so that's the thing, right? So it's a case of maybe we can we can play around with the words and say like, you know, how exactly are you feeling? Okay. Like, you know, it's been a long time since you last spoke, you know, things like that. We can always check in with them. Um, yeah, and then and then see how it goes. Lah. Yeah, so usually checking in with them, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. that a, a, a time? You you feel that what is too much, what is too little. Like, this one is none, <laughs> I can I cannot tell you. It's not definite. Okay. Like you will know your friend better. Yeah. If you feel that oh every day okay like every day you start how you feeling how you yeah. feeling how you feeling confirm the friend like wow what's what's happening uh, what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Name I probably ask you like, how exactly So so yeah. there will be another so I I would I would think that it's um it's. It's like a kite, right? Right. You, you want to let if you want to let a kite fly high, mm. you still got to tug it back, and then you release a bit of string. Mm. Then you tug it back, and then you release a bit of string. So it's the same thing, right? So give your friend space. Maybe your friend just wants to um, um, try and deal with whatever issues they are facing. Yeah. You know, sometimes your friends may, may feel like, oh, maybe I don't want to burden you with my issues. Right. You know, and they have you. Um, they, they have, have they don't want you to to be implicated in, in whatever things they're probably going through or they don't want to burden you with certain things so I, there's always a reason for that and just mm. yeah just just be there just let your friend know that you're always there yeah um, and yeah when the time comes and they really want to come to you they will definitely come to you okay yeah okay can is there is there anything um like aside from the topics that we've, we've mentioned so far, right? Um, mm. Is there anything that you personally feel a lot for and you, you want to like share uh, with whoever that may that we may touch <laughs> with this okay. um, episode? I I would think um, personally personally for for me something that's close to heart is um, uh, building emotional intelligence, mm. right? Um, or life skills are mm. uh, more commonly known as soft skills, you know. Um, for me, I would I I prefer the term essential skills because soft just soft skills just has that that mind that you know that connotation where it's not as not as important. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I I would think that um that that these life skills are what's going to be very essential for mm. for the next generation. Mm. Um, is it good for is it important for the current generation definitely mm. it's it's important in all phases of our life mm. um, and I, yeah for, for me it's it's just trying to help uh, wanting to be there to help build 
you know, help individuals, um, you know, realize their potential. Like a lot of times they don't really, um, are unable to, to realize the potential that they actually have within themselves. Mm. You know, they think that certain things, maybe it's a lack of self-esteem. Mm. You're not confident in your own abilities. Uh, because of, of things probably in the growing up years or probably a teacher said to them something, uh, mm. probably said to them in school, um, things like that, right? And it's how then can we provide the space for individuals to individuals to actually flourish yep. and, um, and also give them the opportunity to actually step out of comfort zone mm. and actually realize that they can actually make a difference. Uh, a lot of times I see a lot of people, right? A lot of individuals who I feel they, they have so much potential, there's so much, they can make so much of a difference. Mm. But yet, they are not even confident in their own abilities, mm. right? And and that's, hopefully I would love to see our society, <laughs> especially Asian society, shift that mindset of, uh, shift the mindset of just focusing on just purely academics. Okay. Um, and then probably go into um, a balance. I'm not saying that, that the academics is not important. It's important. Okay. Um, it just needs to be a, a, a balance. Uh, you okay. Know? Yeah. Okay. So let's say for the for, for let's say I'm a parent and yep. um, let's say I have kids uh, and I wish to help them um, develop emotional intelligence. Mm. Um, is there any way that they could I don't know like reach you or, or any they courses can. that they can, they can go out for? So, so you, you, you can um so yeah, so uh, earlier on, I mentioned I was I was in I was in social service. So eventually, I, I stepped out of social service. I actually went to start up my own my own company that just focuses on um, helping children, teenagers, adults mm. um, with learning all these kind of, of life skills, right? Yeah, and um, it's it's a case of. How exactly can you work? If let's say you're a parent, I would say it's it's just being there. It's just listening, la. Like mm. sometimes, right? We want to we want to do so many things. We feel that oh, our kid needs this. Our yeah. kid needs that, and then we end up bombarding our kids with so many things. And then sometimes it, maybe they just want uh, one hour a day to just. I don't know, do something that they like. Okay, it doesn't have to be computer games. Yeah. Okay, that one is another touchy subject. But anyway, like, like nowadays you, you see, you go to the playgrounds, right? You hardly see kids playing. Yeah. You know, there's, um, and, and that, that is another good indicator of, of like social skills back in, I don't know, I'm not going to say how old am I or like, like I'm, I'm old or whatsoever. But I mean, my like mid-30s, right? And back during those days, it's a case of, we learn our social skills in playgrounds. Mm. You know, you go down and then you, hey, can I play with you? Can I play catching with you? And then you start building friends and then mm. you start saying, oh, okay, every day at Monday at about 6pm, uh, this this boy or girl comes down yeah. and then we play catching. You know, we roughly know our schedule and there was no there was no Google scheduling to back yeah. in those days, right? We just know that, okay, every day, like Monday 6pm, we come down, we play and then that's how you build social skills. You make friends and... So as parents, I would say, try and find out what exactly your kid likes. If your mm. kid likes computer games, yeah. doesn't mean you go and buy computer games and then you just bombard. It's, it's a case of maybe your kid, maybe you can try getting your kid to 
to do coding. I don't know. Like, you know, mm. to see whether they actually want to find out what actually goes goes behind the scenes of mm. games. You know, there are so many courses or, or companies out there who help teach um, mm. basic coding to kids to actually just create their own games, right? Yeah. Like, something, some, uh, like, I think the visuals will be something similar to Minecraft or, or stuff like that. So, um, there, there are stuff out there. Like, if your kid enjoys out in the open, going, mm. playing football, then um, you don't have to sign up, sign them up for football, you know, but you can just bring your kid down and then you just have a kick about, right? Yeah. Nowadays, primary schools all open their, their fields for <laughs> anyone can go there and then, yeah, and you so use it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> too hot again but anyway uh, so so yeah so we mentioned like yeah just let the kids um, put them in social situations where they could um, there are chances for them to interact with yep. other people yeah okay and so um, yeah so apart from this uh, any anything else like uh, I don't have any uh, I'll just say you're going through a tough time and yeah. you really need um, I, I know the pandemic has been has been a very hard time for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, and if you're really going through a tough time, reach out to someone. Even mm-hmm. let's say you feel like your family and friends aren't someone that you actually trust with, uh, you know, reaching out to. Yeah. Uh, reach out. I, there, there are many hotlines. I think I think Darcy will, will probably... Yeah, we'll put that down yeah. in the, the comments so, or yeah, description. description reach, yeah. reach out and I think... Um, for there will always be someone who's actually willing to help and yeah, yeah and don't don't go through this alone uh. I, okay. I think yeah a lot of times when we are even ourselves are going through intense situations or stressful situations you know sometimes you just wish there was someone holding our hand and just um, guiding us through that situation uh, mm. right so there's someone that you can lean on so uh, there are definitely avenues for that and yeah okay Ken so we'll put down the uh, the different avenues that are available. Yep. And also, like if they, if anyone wants to reach out to you, I also put a link to um, your sure. your website or your email. Okay. Um, uh, in the description. All right, Ken. Okay. So I think that's it for today. Thank right. you. Thanks so much, Emmanuel. Thank, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you.